0: hi everyone welcome to thanks pete a fallout boy podcast i am welcoming all overcast kids young bloods and car crashed hearts and other fallout boy fans so i thought i'd hit you guys today with an episode about a brief history of fallout boy how the heck did they get started maybe you went to all their shows in chicago because you're a lot older than i am and happened to live at chicago at the time and you got to watch them evolve i grew up in the middle of kansas it was impossible i was 12 um so this is just for those who don't know Th- this is to inform you if you know uh, maybe uh, nah, you you can shut the podcast off or you can correct me correct me in the comments send me an email where Podcast at uh, gmail.com i just had to look at my note if you're uh watching the video version of this um, and if you are also watching the video version of this, yes, same day, different angle. Uh, so uh, that's a thing. But <laughs> to get into a brief history of Fallout Boy, um, looks like the band was started from uh, anywhere between 2001 and 2002. So for reference, I would have been six or seven at the time that this was happening. so I was still a young little child. Um, and the band was originally formed by Joe. Of course, the rhythm guitar. Well, he's not the rhythm guitarist per se, but he is the other guitarist in the band. And by Pete. And the thing that I found most interesting while learning about this, um, and doing this research is that Pete was already kind of a big deal, which I, I just I find that fascinating. Um, so they, you know, got together. They were already pals, and said, "We need to start a band." And uh, they were also in the suburb of Wilmette, uh, Illinois. That's a suburb of Chicago. And uh, Pete was already in some groups. Um, Those groups' names were Birthright, Extinction, and Firstborn, um, and a metalcore band called Arma Anglis, and another one called Race Trader. And then Pete decided, like, Hi, I would like to do a punk pop project uh, with Joe as an easy escapist project. By the way, I'm getting all this information off Wikipedia, so please, please correct me if I'm super wrong. Um, And uh, so at the time, Patrick was also a um, drummer with another band called X Grinding Process X, which just reminds me of what time it was in the world where that was a thing. I'm not sure if MySpace was a thing yet, but the the X's were definitely, like, a thing on MySpace and probably chat rooms. Um, and so, you know, <laughs> if you know the history of Fall Out Boy, you know that um, Patrick and Joe met at a bookstore. And if you don't know that already, you know that now. So Patrick and uh, Joe met at a bookstore and... <laughs> basically, Patrick kind of, like, was, you know, blowing his bluff a lot, because he already knew how to play drums, and he was, like, oh, yeah, I can also play guitar and sing, which they were, he was, like, I can't, I can't play guitars and sing, um, so that was, that was a thing, and, um, so he, Patrick also knew that Pete Wentz was, like, a big deal, and that Pete was trying to do this project right. So, Pete, (laughs) Patrick went up to Pete and was like, hello, let's tussle. Not really, but that's how I imagine it in my head. Um, uh, Pete and Patrick really, you know, kind of in the beginning was not super friendly, but um, so (laughs) Patrick, before he joined the band, directed Joe to his MP3 page, which I love. Like there was no SoundCloud mixtape; it was an MP3 website. Um, and so then, from there, Patrick tried out as a drummer, and then Joe was like, "Maybe you should you should sing." Um, so <laughs> that's cool. Um, and I guess at the time, um, Race Trader uh, when when Pete was in Race Trader that. Andy was the the drummer for that band so it's so interesting to me that everyone really kind of flew in the same circles except for Patrick and Patrick was kind of like this guy that just showed up and was like hello I am here now can I be in a band Um, and he wasn't even supposed to be the singer or a guitar player he was supposed to be a drummer um, but I guess Andy was like, nah, I'm not interested. I would not like to do that. So can I continue doing what I'm doing? And he continued doing what he was doing. And uh Fallout Boy um, prevailed on. Um, the band's first performance was at a cafeteria in DePaul University uh, with one band called Stillwell and another band. It's not listed. Wikipedia didn't say. And uh, frankly, I didn't take the time to uh, really look that other band up so um so it was the first and only performance where john flamadan flamadan uh, uh he was a he was a guitarist for them for that one show um and ben rose was the drummer at the time so the band wasn't great at this point but joe was determined to make it work and uh He was, like, picking up people for, uh, for band practice and things like that, I guess, because they didn't have cars, um, and, uh, the Wikipedia really did not say, but at some point, Pete, or not Pete, (laughs) Jesus, uh, Patrick just became the drummer of Fall Out Boy. It, it doesn't really say how or when that decision was made, but, uh, he was just the drummer now, so that was cool, um, and Pete and Patrick were arguing over what to call the band, and uh, Pete wanted the referen- wanted the um, band to be a reference to Tom Waits' name, uh, and I don't know who that is, and once again, I did not take the time to Google it, so please scream at me. Um, and the band had a long, long list of names to go through, and... Eventually, they settled on Fallout Boy, and even their friends helped them vote on the name. Um, and in the band's second performance, Pete introduced the band, other some other name. Um, I believe the Wiki article said that Patrick calls it a name that was very long. And uh, <laughs> an audience member yelled, F that, no, you're Fallout Boy. And that is credi- credited to Killing Tree lead singer Tim McIlrath um so yeah I just I can't believe that they already ran in the same circles that still blows my mind that uh, there was kind of Patrick over to the side and then Joe Pete and Andy already like knew each other and ran in the same circles. that's bizarre to me like it makes sense It makes total sense but a lot of the time band stories are like we were just like friends who were hanging out and uh, we just recorded a thing and put it on youtube and now we're famous um i guess that's a thing that happens now but i guess back then in the 2000s when youtube wasn't a thing and, and i think the thing is is we're so used to people being like i wasn't trying to be famous you know And I know that Patrick, you know, says that. He says, I'm an artist. I just wanted to, you know, make art. Patrick says that. But from what I see over and over again is that Pete was like, we have to make it big. We have, this is the goal. The goal is to be out there touring and and making it big, which is so interesting to me because I don't think that there is necessarily a lot of that out there where people are saying, no, I wanted to make it big. I wanted to be famous. Or maybe maybe it wasn't he wanted to be famous but he definitely wanted to be out there and I don't know where that comes from I find that super interesting um as someone who studies psychology for the last three years I can't necessarily think of anything that would make someone want to do that except for maybe narcissism and that's not something not necessarily saying that like oh Pete's a huge narcissist no we're all narcissistic we all have those tendencies and maybe that's where his narcissism led him is that oh I want to be famous I want to make it big and like I said not a bad thing narcissism not always a bad thing just like any other uh, label that we put on a mental thing not always a bad thing just a thing so I just wanted to put that out there for those who did not know but uh uh, and this is no way a dig on Pete Wentz. I know that he struggles with um, bipolar disorder. I don't know if it's bipolar one or bipolar two. There is a difference. Um, maybe I could, I should give you an explanation on the difference. But uh, I mean, and his mental health is his own. I'm not trying to pry. But uh, I guess maybe. <laughs> oh my God, is this going to be what every episode's like, where I just like speak words and. My cats stare at me because I'm just screaming at myself for no reason. Um, But, you know, if if you're having a mental issue, tell someone, please. I know that there might be a lot of young kids listening to this podcast and your parents are not your enemy. Okay, I know that 100%. Please go talk to your parents. I made it out just fine. Um, you know, dealing with my depression, you know, pretty quietly, not knowing what it was um for 10 years, like I said in my last episode, but uh please, please, please. Please tell your parents if there's something weird going on in your brain. It might be something, it might be nothing. Your parents are not your enemies. Just know that. They want to help you. They want to see you succeed. And my cynical brain was like, unless I don't. And I <laughs> Here's the thing is you know your parents. If you have good parents or if you have somebody that you can trust that loves you and cares for you and supports you, tell them if there's something in your brain that you're like, this is wrong. Because had I told somebody at a young age that I was like, I don't necessarily want to die, but I don't want to be alive either. You know, I could have gotten help sooner. So please, tell your parents. Tell somebody you trust that you're having bad thoughts. Because then you don't have to so heavily rely on on music. You can get real help. And I'm not saying that, that relying on music is a bad thing at all. It really helps people, but you need help with your brain sometimes and that's nothing to be ashamed of and nothing to to um oh I'm trying to figure out the words for what I want to say here but you know just remember your parents the people who love you the people you trust they're not your enemies please tell them if you have bad thoughts in your brain okay that's really <laughs> all I want to say on that and uh you know so we can really just uh, just uh, get back to to the to the subject of the podcast which is the history of Fallout boy. So, basically, they went through a whole bunch of drummers and uh yeah, um uh, eventually they ended up recording an album that is Take This to Your Grave and it's amazing and great and the first album that we'll be reviewing on this podcast, so um yeah, that's uh, a, that's a thing, so, yeah, um, that's basically the history of Fallout Boy as of right now, uh, at, at this point, you know, they had some fights, they got over it, and then they s- found a drummer, started recording with a drummer, which ended up being Andy, and, um, made an album, um, and some of you may be wondering, like, in what order am I going to, um, follow the albums, and the answer to that is, I'm starting out with Take This to Your Grave, we're going to then go to From Under the Cork Tree, Infinity on High, Ado," Save Rock and Roll, American Beauty, American Psycho, and then, um, we'll do, um, Mania, because more than likely, it'll be out by the time that, um, that is out. Um, so, cause I, I'm still not sure if I want to do, um, one episode per song and keep these episodes, you know, 20 to 15 minutes long, or if I want to, you know, make longer episodes and do a whole album per, um, episode or should I split it in half really honestly let me know what your preference is and uh, so that I can you know um, get get you what you want because it's really um, up to you guys how long you want the episodes to be Um, I know that some people they like really like small minutes small amounts of podcast and you know, that's fine. Um, I tend to listen to longer form podcasts, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours long. That's usually how long the, the podcasts that I listen to are. But if you'd like something, um, maybe, you know, like I said, 15 to 30 minutes or 30 minutes to an hour long, uh, just let me know. Yeah, like I said, you can send emails to me at thankspeatpodcast.com um, at com. And, um, once I get my Twitter and Instagram set up, I'll shout those out and let you know what those are, so you guys can uh get me your favorite song. why it's your favorite song, and what's your favorite album? Why is that favorite album? Why is that your favorite album and uh so <laughs> um and just i'm gonna say this now if you could please refrain from using harsh language in your emails in things that you send me uh just because, like I said earlier, there are young ears. On the podcast, I'm really trying to keep it PG, uh, PG 13 here. Because um, I don't want parents yelling at me and telling their kids that they can't listen to this podcast about their favorite band because that would really suck. And we all know what it's like to be 12 and 13 and have our parents tell us we can't do something. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if anybody wants to send me their comments, suggestions, concerns, uh, that would be great. Like I said, Podcast at gmail.com is where you can reach me, um, or, you know, leave a comment on this YouTube video, um, please don't rate and review me yet, please don't, um, I'm not ready for that kind of criticism, but, uh, yeah, Uh, all comments are welcome, just don't rate and review me, please don't rate and review me, all right, and I guess I'll see you next time, everyone, bye!